Hey everyone, welcome to Orange Crushing It, a weekly series dedicated to high drive, passionate and motivated individuals. I'm your host, Frank Clark, President and CEO of The Mr. Orange. This show is a weekly dose of business, life and personal development principles geared toward bringing out the adrenaline junkie and overachiever in each and every one of you. As a seasoned entrepreneur of over five companies producing hundreds of millions in revenue, I'm going to personally be sharing my stories of success and, of course, my life-defining massive (laughs) screw-ups, as well as featuring inspiring guests, business leaders, athletes, thrill-seekers who just truly want to walk their talk and make life happen. Stick around, and let's get crushing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Orange Crushing It. This is episode number two. My name is Frank Clark, also known as Mr. Orange, and today I want to share with you an experience I had. Oh, God, this is almost 20 years ago. It was pretty cool. My daughter was going to a university in New Hampshire, and she's studying business there, and they had one of these, like, invite your dad in or mom in or, you know, invite your parent in for to talk about something that they do in their business. One of my businesses is I buy and sell used capital equipment that's used in the electronic production space basically to, to build printed circuit boards. So anything that puts a part down or solders it or cleans it or tests it or inspects it or in it, I buy and sell all of that equipment. I buy entire factories. I broker them all over the world. That's what I've been doing for a long time now. And so when I was asked to uh, to come and speak to these kids, I'm like, well, okay, Jen, I'll come and do it. But um, I don't have exactly the most ex- you know glamorous type of career here. Anyhow, I go to UNH and uh, I'm in front of this group of 18, 19 year olds, some of them sleeping on the desk <laughs> because they partied their faces off the night before. I can relate. I can relate. I've been there, done that. <laughs> Didn't get the degree. <laughs> so I start talking. And of course, the professor is like, hey, man, no F-bombs. And, you know, I'm typically a guy that throws a one or two of them out there. You may hear some of these in my podcast. So I'm like, OK, I'll do my best. I start off and I say to these students, I'm like, all right, hey. I want to take a poll before we get going in this classroom. Who in this room, by show of hands, and I want everybody to be the most honest they can possibly be, who, by show of hands in this room, is jonesing, like cannot wait. They came to college for this reason. They're thinking about it. They they stay awake at 2 o'clock in the morning. They just can't seem to get control of their own lives because they are obsessed with being a used capital equipment dealer. Anybody? <laughs> Anybody interested in being a used capital equipment guy? I know this is what your dreams are. It's probably on your dream board. When you're kindergarten, you like some of you wanted to be firemen or policemen or maybe a professional athlete. But there's a handful of you out there that want and said, I want to be a used equipment guy. <laughs> no fucking way. No way. Nobody wants to do that shit. <laughs> At least that's what I was thinking when I was 18, 19 years old. Matter of fact, when I was 18, 19 years old, my favorite band my favorite band is Aerosmith. And that's all I listen to. I mean, 24-7, I listen to Aerosmith. And what I wanted to be at that age was I wanted to be in Aerosmith. I was kind of hoping Joe Joe Perry would screw up again, leave the band, and, you know, and Steven Tyler would say, hey, Frank, I know you don't play the guitar at all. I know you're like an accordion guy, but uh, look, pick up the guitar and start playing, and I'm going to have you be in the band. And why did I want to be in Aerosmith? Because to be in a rock band, at least at that time, when music was really good and musicians played their own shit. <laughs> Not to say they don't do it now, but they sure as hell don't do it as much. But back in that day, I loved rock and roll. But what did I really love? I mean, I loved the freedom that came with these guys. I mean, the sex, drugs, the rock and roll, all the all the women that came seemed to come with it, all the fame, all the significance, all the party and all the money. 
And that's really what I was chasing. And, you know, for the most part, most college students, they get out of high school and they start in college and it's a kind of a crappy system. They say right away, pick a major, pick something you want to do. Well, who knows what they want to do at 16, 17 years old for the rest of their life? A handful do. I mean, a handful of these, you know, people, I know some of my friends have got kids that, you know, they're crushing it at like six years old. They know what they want to do. I, I have a friend who's, whose son be, wants to be a fashion designer. I think he started, you know, making clothing designs when he was five years old. I mean, this kid is going to be, and he's going to be world-class because he knows what he wanted to do. And that's, you know, good for him. What did I want to do when I was five years old? I don't know. I, I think I wanted to be a, a fireman or a race car driver. I think that's what I wanted to do. And when I was 18, 19, I just wanted to be in a rock band. I wanted all that life, all the sex, drugs, rock and roll, attention, everything. And really what I was chasing was a feeling. And when you start school or even, I don't care what age you're at right now, whatever you're doing should be to fulfill a feeling. And that feeling should be happiness. And however you define happiness, some people define happiness as having a, a lot of money. Some people define happiness as having a great car. Some people define happiness as having a beautiful family. Some people define happiness as being healthy. And, you know, some people define happiness as freedom. What does that bring? Okay, but t at the end of the day, that's really what we want to be. We want to be happy. We want to be satisfied. We want to be fulfilled. We want to be challenged. We want to be recognized. We want to have significance. You know, we want to have some certainty in our life. We want to have different things that make us feel good. So, no, I didn't think that uh, being a used equipment person would get me that. However, when I started my company and I was able to move forward and keep that vision in mind, what do I really want? I want success. And, I, and how did I define success? I define success as having money. I define success as being having freedom, being working my own hours, you know, being able to to do what I like. And let me tell you something. If you're out there starting a company, you're thinking about starting a company right now and you're doing it for the money, that's the wrong reasons. Do it for what you love. And right now we're in a pandemic, right? So people are at home. They're, they're staying home with this COVID-19 thing. You know, they've watched all the Netflix they can possibly watch. Maybe they even watch their wedding video again because nobody watches that more than twice. <laughs> but maybe they actually sit down watching that again. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, but they've run out of things to watch. And so now it's time to get serious. Let's get, let's get cranking, man. Let's start something. Let's do a business. Let's create something and let's create something that you love. And right now is the best time because we have this at home time to do it. Actually, any time is a good time to do it. But now specifically you're quarantined and you're staying home and your employer's like, you know, get out of here. We don't want you to get to infest us or get anybody sick. So go check out some things, right? And what are you happy at? I know when I coach people, People come to me and they say, well, I don't know what I want to do. Well, yeah, you do know what you want to do. I think people really know what they love. They just get in their head and the limiting beliefs of why they can't have it. So they dismiss everything that's a great dream because of these limiting factors that get in the way. Oh, I'm too old. I don't have enough money. I'm not smart enough. Uh, I, I'm not an extrovert. You know, I'm an introvert. Only extroverts can have businesses. I don't know how to market. I hate selling. Oh, my God. How many people hate selling? Show of hands. I can't see you, but... I guarantee you there's a bunch of people raising their hands right now. They hate to sell, right? Or they hate to speak or they hate to, to telemarketing or they hate, you know, all aspects of that. Or maybe they're just not really great with cash flow or maybe they're not great at raising money or maybe they just have a ton of fear about failure. Maybe they even have a ton of fear about success because with success becomes responsibility, right? I'm successful. Well, then my company has employees and I need to stay and, you know, keeping them hired. And I, need to, I, have a, I have a responsibility now to my clients, I have a responsibility to my friends. I have a responsibility to the market, to the industry. And so, 
what I'm doing is I've taken on this responsibility and people have fear. It's inherent to all of us, right? Things that are different and things that require change, there's fear associated with it. So anyhow, again, getting back to these college students, right? I'm like, who wants to be a used equipment dealer? (laughs) And none of them did. But again, because I chased that and it was kind of fortunate. I worked in an electronics place and there was a, I was in a fraternity when I was in college and, you know, pretty much that's what I majored in was having a good time in my fraternity. And I happened to be hired by another fraternity guy in the first electronics place I hired. So he's like, Hey, you're a Greek. I'm a Greek. You know, you got a job basically. But he was a hungry guy. He taught me about, you know, hunger and, and get and going after what I wanted. And anyways, I really enjoyed this guy because he also added to my own. I mean, I kind of had all this stuff when I was a kid anyways. I really had a hunger for, for business and all that stuff. But he was really big on just do what you love, man. Do what you love. And one thing led to the next. Every choice you make leads to the next situation for you, right? You come to a crossroad and you have to make a decision and you go in one particular direction. And a lot of times that's based just, you know, strictly on the choices that are with you in the moment, right? We do the best that we can in the, in the choices that we make in the moment that we have. So throughout a secret series of events and jobs and everything else, I become a used equipment. Dealer. I start my own company. Started my own company with a woman whose last name was Lewis and my last name's Clark. So Lewis and Clark was born, you know, back in 1986, And we became, and we are, and still are, Lewis and Clark is still a predominant used equipment company. And do I love selling used equipment? No, not necessarily. No, it's not sexy. It's not fun. It sure as hell ain't lead guitar singing Dream On, okay, to 50,000 people in a stadium. That's really what I still want to do. But what, again, what is that? What does that relate to? What is what is Steven Tyler? What is Aerosmith? What is all that stuff actually giving them? It's giving them freedom. It's giving them fun. It's giving them a life. It's giving them choices. It's giving them money. And so me selling used equipment and getting very successful at it at an early age gave me freedom. It gave me money. It gave me success. It gave me significance. And, And guess what? It also gave me money to contribute. And so one of the things I contributed to was a charity auction, which got me on stage with Steven Tyler and Aerosmith and actually got... My ex-wife at the time and I on VH1 Behind the Music, the Aerosmith edition. So here was, you know, Steven singing to my ex-wife and we're on, we're on a video and we're partying with the band backstage and we're hanging out with them. And subsequently I've seen, you know, Aerosmith 25 times. I'm part of the Aero Force Army and hang out backstage and sit in the front row and craziness and know all the songs. And so did I get my Aerosmith experience? Yes, I did. Was it directly because I was in the band? Of course not. But that's the thing, right? When we, when we, Focus on what we want to do. All the things line up perfectly for that, especially if you have passion around. I mean, look around your place right now. Hell, I'm looking around and I'm looking around my place right now and I see remote controls for like a TV and there's a green on and off button there. Okay. And you know what? Somebody in the world is loving the fact that they make green buttons and they're just like, man, I am the, I'm the cat's meow. I'm the, the shit, you know, on this stuff, right? One person is making glass shelving. Another person's making drapes. Somebody's making yellow pillows. Somebody's making candles or salt lamps or wine racks or whatever the hell it is, right? And yet, and they love it or they love the outcome they get from it. But either way, focus on what you love to do that you're passionate about and it won't become work anymore, right? It'll become the benefits of your labor. And I think I made a mark on some of these kids at UNH on that day because I, again, I told them, let's just focus on what you want to do. You know, I know you're here probably for, because, you know, your parents told you should be in business. And so you're in business or they tell you you should be an engineer. But do you really want to do that? Is that really what you love? I mean, follow your dream, right? You can make money doing anything. There's a guy that I just 
totally love and admire the guys, Gary Vaynerchuk. And, you, and Gary will, all, will always tell you, you know, follow what you love, man. You can always make money. You can go around the neighborhood and scrounge up stuff and sell it on Craigslist or eBay or whatever to make cash. And he's right. You can, there's always a way to make a buck, right? So tap into what you love to do. Don't worry about the money. It'll follow later. And <laughs> if you go into college, you know, go at it with the intention of what do I love to do? What do I, what makes me happy? What makes, what fuels me? What, what drives me? What's, what's my passion that gets me up every morning, keeps me up late at night. So again, this is my second podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it today. I'm going to probably do a couple of these just to kind of, you know, get comfortable with my audience and you guys get comfortable with me and let me know what you like to hear. Let me know the topics you want to talk about. Everything about orange energy and everything about orange crushing it is all about driven people. It's all about that, that desire to win. It's all about, it's all about success and it's all about innovating and it's all about just Again, a, a passion every single day to be successful and to win. And whatever that represents to you is what's important. And so I, I will be having speakers on here that are C-level uh, entrepreneurs, marketing salespeople, people that are in, in, you know, really, really good at corporate culture. They're funny. They're athletic. Maybe they're adrenaline junkies. People that are just like have this drive and this no-lose mentality. And you know what? We all have that inside of us. So it's great to tap into that. That's what we call orange energy. And that's what orange crushing it is about. If you like today's broadcast, review it, rate it, and you subscribe to the channel and share it with your friends. Tell people, hey, I got this guy. He's kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> likes talking about Aerosmith and used equipment. <laughs> Anyways, have an awesome day, everybody. Stay inspiring and uh, make today your best day. Go sell some used equipment. Uh, you know, dream on. Listen to some Aerosmith and Sweet Emotion. Ciao. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orange Crushing It. Hope you're fired up to take on your week with unstoppable energy. Hey, if you like the broadcast, please subscribe, share it with your best buds, and please write a badass review. You can always reach me at themrorange.com. Stay inspiring, y'all.